It's just about that time of the week. Time for the Weekly Weebs Podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wickwicky, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. What's up, all you fuck around and find outers? <laughs> it is once again the Weekly Weeks Podcast. I am your host this week, Frenchie. And my news for you guys today, supposedly, and there was no link with this story, but there was a loss of 3 billion yen for anime and manga companies in 2022, specifically related to piracy. Mm. And we always support the official release. But everyone I know has either read something or watched something through a back channel site. I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? But yeah, I think that's a kind of crazy statistic. But um, I'm not surprised. Not really either. Yeah. That is a, a lot though. But to my left. Hello, it is me, Crimson. Uh, my news for you guys is about the new uh, Suzume movie and how originally it was going to be a lesbian romance. Oh. Uh, the writer was tired of writing the same type of romance story, so he pitched this idea to producers and they rejected it. Uh, the producers said that your fans love your traditional stories even though you have grown tired of them. Mm, that's disappointing. Though. That's very disappointing. I mean, it's still... Well, I guess still a very big uh, movie as right now. I mean, right. the current, I mean, the director also did Your Name and Weathering With You. So, I mean, that alone, he's already making money, like the big bucks. But yeah, that's, right. it's but very it disappointing. Like it's not about the money. For exactly. He, to, he has a story he wants to write and people are telling him not to write it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, I'll go to a different studio. Honestly. Like at that point, blackjacks and hookers. <laughs> In fact, forget the studio. <laughs> forget the I studio. fucking love Bender and lesbian romances. <laughs> if you've never fell falling asleep to Futurama, I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. There's literally a fucking Reddit page dedicated to people who swear that falling asleep to Futurama is the best way to sleep. Also, I'm pretty sure there was a scientific test done. Don't quote me on that. Quote them on it. But Your that course. they said that the reason why it's so good to fall asleep to is because the conversations are so much like real life that it's like legitimate background noise. So it's kind of just like comfortable to be putting in. It's like ASMR, but not. Gotcha. Huh. Yeah. I can see that. And then to my left. Hello, it's me. You just heard me talking. Gray Hollow. Um, just kidding. I'm letting the joke die now. This is Wick Wiki. Um, my news for you today is about Netflix adding the new arc of Demon Slayer onto it. So that's a new place you can watch it. If you do not have other streaming sites. Nice. Yeah, totally. Totes my goats. Cray cray adorbs. <laughs> on God, on God. <laughs> for real, for real. And to my left... What's up, guys? It's Zerio Machini, the new and exactly the same. Uh, 
Uh, so there's this guy named Stan Sakai who wrote a comic called Usagi Yojimbo. I'm gonna show uh, I'm gonna show the picture to everybody else, but to you listeners, you can just Google it. So he's doing a collab with uh, with Dark Horse Comics uh, to come up with a new um, a new series called Oni Ronin. I like that. Me too. Which is about like an Oni samurai dude. Um, the synopsis is that it takes place in the Sengoku period, otherwise known as the Warring States period, and it's a tale of cowardice, sacrifice, and redemption. Combining historically accurate characters and locations with mythical kitsune and and malevolent demons from Japanese folklore. Uh, Oni Ronin is the redemption story of the cowardly Sorobe, a samurai messenger who meets feudal lords, brave warriors, and heroic ghosts on his journey of self-discovery. So this is uh, kind of based off real life. Yeah. So it's going to be like a Yasuke, but hopefully good. I don't know if it'll be like Yasuke. Yasuke is supposed to be about real life also. Sort of, but with... Loosely uh, based. With magic and mechs. And this one's going to have spirits and blah, blah, blah. Traditional Japanese magic bullshit, yes. So, that's exciting. I'm excited. uh, Sci-fi stuff. I like that shit. Yeah. Uh... In case I didn't mention it, that first thing that he made, Usagi Yojimbo, uh, is about a samurai rabbit, for you listeners that might be interested. But yeah, Oni Ronin. It comes out uh, November 28th. Hell yeah. Yeah. Also, bonus news before I forget, I already showed you guys boys in a Snapchat this past weekend on Saturday, I think it was, or Friday... That, uh, I know a while ago I talked about it. The manga creator for Fullmetal Agnes Brotherhood was creating a new manga. Mm-hmm. And that, for those of you who can't read Japanese or other languages, it's finally out in English. I saw it at Barnes & Noble. Nice. In case you're wondering, I didn't get it. But, yeah. I'm excited to actually read it. What is it called? I don't remember. I just recognized the artwork and I was like, hey, that's it. But it is out now. The first volume, at least. I went there to go look for the new volumes of Chainsaw Man. To see. Can find them. And they didn't have the new volumes. Of, Demons of the Shadow Realm. They didn't, they didn't have the new volumes of uh, Kaiju number 8 there either. So. I was like, I'm not getting shit right now. Nice. What doing? Called Demons of the Shadow Realm. Scrolling. I'm just waiting. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at a list of like for what our topic is. I just want to get a better idea of more than oh, just the two that are on my mind at this moment and be like, oh, I remember this one, this one, this one. Speaking of our topic today, <laughs> I have something to show you later. Okay. And you, because you guys, I don't know if you like the regular show. I gotta show you something. Anyway, our topic today is we are going to be talking about something that is sweet, best uh, served cold, and no, we are not talking about ice cream. Oh, damn it. 
we can talk about ice cream, but only if it has to do with revenge. We were talking about the best. What makes revenge so good in anime? We're not necessarily going to talk about specific examples, but we're going to talk about the reasons behind certain examples. What makes them so popular, so good, and well-written, and worth the wait that we get before they happen? <clears throat> in Crimson, I think the perfect one to talk about is the one you just recently got to see. It is probably one of the most iconic ones because of the show that it's in. And dear God, it has some of the best dialogue in there. You uh, you want to get that one started? Yeah. Uh, the Revenge of Shik Shikamaru. Uh, words can't even describe Again, how... Again, for, for you Yeah. Listeners. How satisfied I was watching that. And just watching him play 40 chess... With this immortal motherfucker. Yeah. Being like, I'm immortal. Cool. I don't care. <laughs> You're going to suffer regardless. Yeah. And he does. We gotta talk about why that revenge is so good, though. So, This man yeah. <laughs> saw his basically mentor die. His other his other daddy. Yeah, pretty much. Or his like, big brother figure. I'd say more of a mentor figure than dad. Because like, his dad was a dad to him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like... Sheikah's a great dad. But yeah. they're definitely family, because... Uh, family! He's, he's basically like an uncle to... Um, Shikamaru. ...to kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just seeing that happen, and the premise behind it, like... And how loved Asuna was in the series, and by fans, mm -hmm. just makes it that much more impactful... And seeing the struggle, that what I feel, that's what makes it so good. Like just any other show, I feel like where it's just like, oh, this dude killed my my dude. We didn't, we don't really see like a like an aftermath or an in between. Yeah, like the the character progression that certain characters get in that moments of like. I don't know the the episodes between that fight and the fight in the forest of dead trees. You get a lot. That's what I'm, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Why it's good. I'm saying most shows we don't. That's why I'm saying this one was so good specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because we get to see... He's saying what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. We, we get to see Shikamaru basically deal with it and come to terms with it, basically. Well, mm -hmm. they really come to terms with it because they're still dealing with it later on for something that happens. I don't want to spoil it, but you can see that in him, you know... Yeah. There were two moments in this we'll call Revenge arc as a whole uh, that nearly broke me it didn't break me like externally but internally i was dying asuma's death slash shikamaru just trying to deal with it via with his talk with his dad and everything okay it's okay to cry or something that that one yeah that one fucked me up the other one that really fucked me up was Asuma's ghost next to Shikamaru with the, the lighter lighting yeah. the, the cigarette? Oh my god! One of the god. most iconic scenes in anime of all time. And I have the oh. quote brought up of what Shikamaru says to that undead bastard. See, you and I have very different beliefs. I believe in the will of fire, and that pathetic Lord Joshin or whatever isn't your god anymore. I am. That's metal oh. as shit. The oh. writing for that. So good, yeah, yeah. and Tom Tom gives us delivery. 
as Shikamaru mm -hmm. is so good. And then he just drops the fucking... Drops the mic and yeah. walks out of the room. Oh my god. There's so many reasons why Shikamaru is my favorite protagonist in Naruto. Same. Yeah, and that's such a big one because he's the the slacker that never wants to do anything. But as we've been shown before, when he gets pushed to do something... He's he gonna do it. He'll always excel. Oh yeah. So when that thing is avenging his master... If he has to do something, he'll do it 150%. Yeah. And he will think, like, 30 steps ahead of you. He'll do he'll, it. He'll have plans, like, about what you're going to be doing, like, a year from now. And he'll be like, nope, I'm. this is exactly what you're I'm doing. I'm going to be doing. He'll be waiting that hole. Like, yeah. <laughs> he arguably has the best uh, strategic mind in the entire show. Oh, yeah. Um, I 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From what I've seen, that motherfucker's smart as shit. I think the only ones that I might put up there with him... Is we didn't see much of it, but Itachi would definitely be yeah. up there. Fair. Yeah, he's, yeah, well, sure. yeah, not just like combat skills, but strategic thinking wise yeah. with planting yeah. Naruto with the 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 crow with the eye to stop yeah. from him getting uh, Genjutsu by uh, Obito or whoever or uh, Sasuke. I think, I think it was Spoilers. Sasuke specifically. It was for Sasuke specifically. Well, sorry, we're getting into... And then to throw off that, that one the, specific jutsu. That was the Kodo yeah. Amatsu Kame. Yeah. So it basically, like, snaps Sasuke out of whatever, you know. Yeah. And then and it snaps that smiles back in jutsu. <laughs> and just that with also just knowing how, like, when to fight and when not to fight, like, against fighting Jiraiya, even when he had uh, fucking... Uh, Kisame, with him. Kisame, thank you. Mm -hmm. With them, though, he's like, yeah, no, we lose this fight right now. We gotta fucking leave, basically. We get our butts wrecked. Yep. Like, he, he knows when to do things and when not to do things. I would argue that, yes, he's also a very, very strategic mind in that show. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I think one of the things, too, is that it's so personal. Like, there's other ones we're going to talk about that are like, oh, they, you know, this entire group of people did me dirty. Mm -hmm. This one is 1v1. IRL, you scrub. <laughs> yeah. Meet me outside. We Catch me outside, how about that? Catch me in the <laughs> hole, how about that? <laughs> yeah, he did. Force, how about that? And the big thing, too, is this one of the first times that Shikamaru really flexes her combat skills mm -hmm. and you know, his literally, intelligence. Yeah, because yeah, most of the time he's... Flexing like his command skills, like, making sure that everybody else is doing what they need to be yeah. doing. This time, he gets to show what he can do. Mm -hmm. I would say Naruto is one of the shows that have some of the best like revenge, like plot lines. In there like, are a lot of them. Like like I, I mean, the entire last Great Ninja War is literally Obito's revenge story. Yeah, <laughs> I I kind of like the. I wouldn't classify. I'm kind of starting with, I classify it as revenge is not, because it kind of is in a sense, but he's going back. You're going to get major spoilers right now. I'm just letting you know that. The show's also been out forever, so I can't I'm also trying to ignore. so many when, of them. I'm also uh, trying to ignore it. Naruto gets trained in the same like, direction. you think he's going to remember Kotoa Matsukame? Yeah, for real. He might remember what I'm about to say. When Jiraiya passes away because of pain, and then Naruto trains and is dealing with all that grief, Mm -hmm. And then becomes a sage road and then goes back to the village after he gets fucking wiped to face pain and save the village. And then goes through that, does that, finds out shit, goes to see Nagato and confronts him about everything and be like, yo, why are you fighting? And basically, not necessarily 
killing or like in a quote unquote killing, even though uh, Shikamaru couldn't kill him, but I'm pretty sure Shikamaru would have if he could. Mm-hmm. Naruto really isn't about that. Instead, he changes the person with power friendship, of course, but That's still, true. that is still a, a very good, also like opposite way of the spectrum in terms of not just killing in sorts of revenge, but mm-hmm. forgiveness and acceptance and being like, yo, like you don't need to do this. Like we can. I feel like that's also a good side. Although, you say Naruto's not about that, but in the same fight Shikamaru did that to Hidan, Naruto murders Kakuzu with Rasen Shuriken. Completely destroys him. Fuck that guy. But that wasn't revenge, though. It wasn't revenge. But Naruto is about that life. Don't ever think he's not. <laughs> Why he does kill... I'm talking about, like, this, like, power friendship, you know what I'm saying? He, he's, got, he's got the talk no juice, for sure. <laughs> I just... I just don't want people to think that Naruto's not about that. He'll end you. Yeah. He will. I also get this argument all the time that Naruto and Sasuke, if they were to get a full-out fight, like in the Final Valley fight, that Sasuke should have won. I was like, no. They're like, Sasuke's more powerful. No. Sasuke was literally trying to kill this bitch the entire time. What was Naruto trying to do? Not kill Sasuke. If Naruto wanted to kill Sasuke... Sasuke be dead. He could have killed Sasuke in the fight. He was still... They were still equal in that fight. And Naruto was not trying to kill him. Sick ass fight though. Facts. Fucking facts. Yeah. I I think that leads into a really good one of... You know, talking about... Making it personal. But... Using others... To your advantage. And I think that a really good revenge one... Is from your favorite anime... And that is the story of Lelouch v. Britannia. Yep. Which that was I definitely going to be the main one I, w- I wanted to talk about. I do have to say this. I came across a client at work that his name, his legal name, he or she, I can't remember for sure, is Lelouch Hashirama. Whoa. What? No fucking way that's how, their birth how, name. How young are they? Um, they were born in 97. That had, then they had to have changed it. Because that's older than Kogiyas. That's it's older than Naruto. Yeah, <laughs> it's also probably just like a common name in a different culture. Lelouch Hashirama, a British name with a Japanese is name. Is Lelouch British? Yes. Well, is actually, Lelouch v. Britannia. Well, actually, uh, in the world of uh, Kogiyas, technically, how it worked is Britannia as we know it. Was a was a royal family that seceded from the UK, and they're the ones who came and took over the states. So technically, Britannia is in America, but a different power structure than Americans. So they are British, but they said that they were too good to be British. So yeah, Americans. But is it a British name? Lelouch, for sure. I don't know. For sure, hundred percent. I don't know. Like, I don't know that stuff. Like everybody, I don't even know if Hashirama is Japanese. Everybody in the royal family in that show is named after somebody from uh, from the King Arthur books. That's kind of cool. Well, what if that guy decided to name someone after someone from Japan? I don't know, man. You gotta think deep, man. Life's an illusion, you know. It's. It's crazy. Like I was there, man. What? That Genjutsu is too weak for me. Facts. But yes, that was a great revenge story. My favorite one. Taking an entire 
group that's trying to get revenge, basically, and uh, rebel, mm-hmm. and systematically destroying your own family, including shooting your own mother, brother, <laughs> mother, and then trapping brother, your father brother. and mother in alternate dimension, essentially. Yep. I'm a mother, mother. Yeah, I just love each other's mothers. Fuck each other's mothers. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a beautiful, like, but tragic story, because you really see how fucked up it was for Lelouch and Donnelly by the time that they were leaving the royal family, uh, and all of the shit that they have to that Lelouch puts himself through just to give them what they deserve is a fucking incredible yep I want to rewatch that show you should I mean he creates he, t- he turns a small rebel group in, in, into an entire massive military force. Uh, military terrorist organization <laughs> that eventually expands to being technically its own country that show's so fucking good. If you haven't seen so it, good. you should watch it. Go yeah, back and go back and watch the, that as an anime. We did that as an anime assignment. I remember we did. No, we had an episode doing a deep dive on it. Okay. And I binged the hell out of it just so I could understand. After we bullied you for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Well, you also we made a deal that I'd have to watch it too. And now here we are. You love both shows that you got out of it, and I'm on episode 718 of One Piece. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. I'm, uh, well, you got about, like a third left of the whole show. Yeah, I'm officially over two thirds of the way. Yeah. To me, another fucking really good. What? So far, without the pain, I feel like is what makes that such a good revenge story because you feel the pain throughout the entire series and you get to see the end result mm-hmm. and what that helps remind. Not the same premise of revenge, but the result of the pain that we feel and see reminds me of one of my favorite. Revenge stories, and that is from Hunter Hunter with Gone by P2. Oh, show yes. me rock, show <laughs> me rock because you get to see this man, his whole premise from going, he doesn't even fuck about the king, nothing about else. He just wants to get Kite back. It's the only reason why he's fucking there. Goes to see P2, and he's not even part of the plot, really. He's everything, literally, he's you just see him telling, like, all right, you got fucking an hour, I'm gonna sit here and fucking watch you, and then just that build up. Of you knowing him just sitting there, just watching this bitch. Black aura. Literally. And then <laughs> them just traveling together, still knowing he's like, I'm going to fucking kill this bitch if she doesn't do whatever. The, the tone shift. It was insane. Because Gon is such like a happy-go-lucky kid to then just murder <laughs> the fuck out of P2 and turn them into a pulp. Yeah. Also, arguably one of the best anime transformations ever. Yeah. As, that's when... Go and realize that this wasn't a. It's no longer time for uh, the kids to play. No all more time for sunshines, lollipops, and rainbows. All kids out of the pool for Adult Swim. This is literally he fucking is a man's job. decided to give away all, like basically his life force, just to get all the power he would have ever accumulated through a Nen contract with himself to just kill this one bitch out of pure anger and frustration. After realizing he's never going to get his mentor back. So, and basically, One person that he knew he was dead. Like, yeah, basically like sibling also. Yeah. Because they formed a real quick bond. 
Um, but yeah, that that one's intense, and I and I loved when Pito was getting their shit wrecked, and they're just like, uh, well, thank God that it's not the king that has to go through this. This would kill him. <laughs> Yeah, he ordered a uh, glass of orange juice, extra pulp. Yep. Literally. And then you got to see Killwill walk up to it, too, and then see what God had become, and then Killwill basically be like, holy shit, dude, what the fuck? Holy shit, too. He had a much uh, sadder personal outcome of his revenge than Lelouch did. Lelouch was like, all right, my revenge was is done. Now to take over the world. Literally. And then Karabuka's revenge story, too, bro. That that show also has fucking multiple. Mm. We haven't even seen that come to completion, but even him just starting it and knowing why he's fucking doing it mm-hmm. is insane. When he fucking took on Ugon, Ugogan, you know what I'm talking about? The, the dead boy. Dude. Yeah, the fucking guy that had to drink the beer because he had leeches. Yeah. That was also metal as fuck. Yeah. That's arguably one of my favorite fights in anime, too. He brought a shovel with him. Because he knew... That's a fucking flex. (laughs) That is a big-ass flex. Yeah. And kind of related to the same thing with Gon and P2. Um, Just a lot of fire. A lot of fire. I was was about to say that exact same one. (laughs) You ever ever need a Ford vehicle, just call Mustang. (laughs) Oh, yes. With envy. (laughs) My eyes, they're melting. And the best part is that he basically did it twice. Yep. Because he did it to Lust for paralyzing Gene Havoc. Yep. That was less about revenge, more of about, you know, knowing what he needed to do to finish her off. Mm -hmm. In that same scene, too, what was, I think, with Lust, he, uh, uh, she foreshadowed that he was going to go, is it foreshadowing when you're saying something for the future? Yeah. That he was going to lose his eyesight. Yeah. Which I thought that was pretty fun. Cool. After like going back and not going back and watching him, but looking at videos and stuff I've seen, mm-hmm. and then the talking about that, I was like, "Holy shit, that's metal as fuck." <laughs> he was in front of our eyes the entire time that he was gonna lose his eyes. Mm-hmm. Only they were in front of his eyes. Yeah, he could stop it. Not but really. The shit with envy. It's like, as soon as he goes to attack him again, it's like, "Come some more." <laughs> oh my god, Colonel Mustang is a man. Yeah, he's just therapy. Just being like, how does it feel and feel your skin melting just to, so it can regenerate and melt some more? I wonder if the your new series that popping. she wrote is going to have good revenge stories. I don't know. She wrote two of the best in anime. Just that for Avenging Maze Hughes, mm-hmm. but also Scar's entire character. Yeah. yeah. His Fuck. entire character motivation is to get back to the state alchemists. And my God, he does a good job. <laughs> he does. He does. All the way to the end at the Fuhrer. So good. I love that show so much. It was a great show. <laughs> it was the other half of our deal. Huh? That was the other part of our deal. Oh yeah, we were just talking about him back. <laughs> Crimson, I'm so excited for you to see uh, the conclusion of Sasuke's revenge against his brother. Yeah. I know. I I know I know it happens. 
I don't know the like. I know You're not the results for that fucking fight. I'll tell you that much. I was like, I know the results. I know the results of what happens. I don't know the how, the emotion, and everything in between. So like Amaterasu and Susano. Oh, fuck! You're not gonna know how to feel emotion wise after that. The whole show essentially changes after that fight, if you really think about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, but the fight itself also, fuck, it's so good. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. But have you watched any more since finishing the Force of Entries? Uh, I'm on episode 115 right now. I took a small break this week to kind of catch up on, uh, Star Wars Rebels, because I've been needing uh, to finish that, and mainly because I, well, mainly because I, I already made a deal with Jaren in regards to it, so I need yeah. to finish it, and then... I'll probably be, after that, I think I've got one more show to catch up on, then I'll be hopping back into Naruto. I can't remember what the other one was. What do you think about that? One of my, this isn't really a story, it's just an episode, a accumulation of like four episodes maybe, I want to say. Mini, mini story, and a massive arc in one piece. When Luffy punches the fuck out of a fucking, uh... What are they called? Help me out here. CP9. No. Oh, the Celestial Dragon. Thank you, Celestial Dragon. Oh my god. When he punches the fuck out of this Celestial Dragon. The punch heard around the world. Facts, dude. That was fucking crazy. You guys don't know, because you don't watch it, but I would never tell Higgins to his face, Zero Machini, that he should watch One Piece, but he shouldn't watch One Piece. If not, just to see that moment. You know what's what? crazy? What that episode did... are you on? 115. Yeah. That did not raise his bounty at all. Uh, it it should have. It did not. He was at three hundred. Well, the world government did years. come after him as soon as yeah, that happened. Yeah, it again. was basically like another yeah, fucking buster call. Yeah, but it, it was at three hundred million. Should. I'm just gonna let them finish first. I was gonna say you should watch the you skip the three tails arc. Looks like you should watch that. I'm on the episode Zabuza's Blade. Oh, uh, <laughs> no shit by name. Um, oh, is that one fucking... Uh, oh, it's after... Sasuke the, starts building his team? It's the one... No. So the last episode I just oh, well, watched was the when... Is, yeah. The one I just finished watching was when Orochimaru tried to take Sasuke's body and Sasuke basically pulled a uh, reverse card on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Orochimaru's and, dead. Yeah, now Orochimaru's dead. Yeah. That's the last episode I watched. You're actually in a great arc, but you did skip the Three Tails arc. That's pretty sweet. Is it by the tail beast? Oh, is that the one with the little kid? It is the one with it's the little the, kid. It's the one that's sucks. underwater. It's the tail beast yeah. that's underwater. Yeah. Yeah, and the kid sucks. But the three tails is cool. The crystal user? Crystal user is cool, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, what at one, uh, episodes were there? Yeah, it's episodes 89 through 112. <sighs> I need to go backwards. That, yeah, is a good what, that is what I meant when I said you were going to have to um, go back. You learn more about the tail beast. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it did not raise his bounty because it's three hundred million before Impel Down and Marine Four, and okay. then it's four hundred million after that, and it's still four hundred million. Where carry I on my mm-hmm. I can go back and always watch the so filler stuff later. There's also so many fucking good revenge stories in One Piece, pretty much. I know the revenge stories, but Luffy getting his like he's coming back and being like, "Yo, I'm like, like let's say this, like the whole battle at Marine Ford, Ace dies." Goes trains, 
he's not like getting revenge, but he's just showed back up to Marine Ford to be like ringing the bell. That's so fucking cool. I consider that and kind of like revenge, being like that's a fucking flex. Yeah. <laughs> two years after you killed my brother here, I'm just gonna or not even two years. That was a couple like a week. No, it was the anniversary of his death. I'm pretty sure Mm-mm. it wasn't even a, a year because the entire thing of not of One Piece, uh, you take out the two year time skip mm-hmm. takes place over like 18 months okay I could have swore it was on the anniversary of his death or some mm-hmm. shit like that no it was literally a couple weeks after because uh, Sengoku is still the uh, oh, okay. yeah 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 and he retires after yeah hmm. that's such a good fucking yeah no if you if there's one reason to watch One Piece alone I feel like getting to see him punch a celestial dragon is one of the biggest reasons to watch One Piece yeah it's well, a basically One Piece alone if we can do it with friends Weird I'm the one piece. Mm-hmm. I'm so down. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the best fucking revenge punches in the fucking entire anime universe. One that I wish we could have gotten to see, but they didn't do it in Yu Yu Hakusho when he is going after his sister. Oh yeah. And he doesn't kill them because he knows that it will basically they'll screw her up. Well, not just that. He will end up in, back in prison for good this time if he killed a human. Yeah. Even the fucking gross-ass pinhead dude. Oh, is that when they fought Tagoro for the first time? Yeah, when yeah. Tagoro basically fleeced the guy out of all his money. Yeah. I remember now. I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember. Fucking another... Uh, hmm... Simone getting his revenge from Kamen's death is pretty metal, too. It was. It's another one where he kind of goes mindless. Mm-hmm. All these fucking revenge stories have something in common where it's just a bunch of pain and then just getting theirs. I know what revenge is. Yeah. yeah. You know what revenge we need to see? Someone eating Choji's last chip and him beating the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, that happens in the Sasuke retrieval arc. When he's fighting against the that guy with number. the orange hair, huh? the bald guy with the orange hair. Yep, because he when he's kicking the shit out of Choji, Choji he steals his chips and eats the last one. Then he starts eating his fucking Thro- pearls. And throws the bag out. Dude, Choji, I'm kind of sad that Choji didn't die there. But at the same time, I'm happy that he didn't die. Yeah, because his life now is beautiful. That's true. Uh, but Choji was- and Neji and arguably Kiba should have. Should have died there. Neji, Kiba could have died and not affected the story at all. Neji should have died the there. The story made it so all, all all of them could have died. I just meant the future. Like, Kiba hasn't been important ever. Mother well, is Neji after that. Neji should have died where you just said. I agree. Right. Instead of dying where he died in the Ninja War. Because 100% he could have been saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, his death could have served as a... Uh, a catalyst for Naruto. I wasn't for thinking Shigeru. Naruto. For Shig- I was even just thinking for fucking Hinata. That's true. To make her a better character. That's true. Uh, true. She's the reason why he died. Yeah. Because it was coming through his blind spot. She was able to see that and decided not to do shit. I still love her, but fuck you. Yeah. You're, you're the reason why your husband cried. <laughs> and hey, you know, yeah. what, what about Goku? He got he got revenge for the entire same race. 
Unintentionally. That's true. He was the hope of the universe, all right? He had a whole spiel about The Alpha and the Amoeba. (laughs) I cannot wait for you guys to watch more of Dragon Ball's stuffed crust, King Kai. (laughs) You can eat it in reverse. Did you just read my mind? How did you? Muff a button. What? What? Justin, when you listen to this, just so you know, I started watching Dragon Ball Z Abridged today. As of recording, we watched the first episode. Shit was funny as fuck, and I will be continuing to watch it. Don't say muffin button. But it was! (laughs) That's not a pizza! That's not a pizza at all! (laughs) I feel like I'm going to have to watch this intoxicated since I can't fuck read. It's just the fucking delivery. The guy that voices... The guy that voices Goku, I'm pretty sure is British, too. I'm pretty sure I follow him on TikTok. Mm. He's so good. He's hilarious. Because Goku's... Yeah. I'm really excited. Natural Light! (laughs) Hello. I'm Super Kami Guru. The one that's not judging you based on your appearance. I need an adult. I am an adult! (laughs) I need an adult. I am... No. No, you are not. Also, arguably one of the best revenge stories that lasts an entire first season that we haven't talked about is one that didn't end up happening, and it ended up being good for that character, and that is fucking Thorfinn. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I thought you were going to go Afro Samurai art moment for a second there. He got his revenge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's still and it was not good for his character. No, but... It consumed his life. Yeah. Still happened. It, so did Thorfinn! Yeah, and he got out of it when he was like, yeah. what, 16? Yeah, That's Af- still like... Afro got his revenge and then continued to be hunted because he was the number one swordsman at that point. His life stayed shit. Fair. <laughs> Thorfinn, because his life was revolved around that, his entire childhood didn't get shit, but... After that, he's undergone a lot of character development, and his life is... Well, I haven't watched the newest episodes, but from the point we were at, it was pretty solid right now. Yeah. Yep. So he's about to get not going to be, but... Yeah. <laughs> or at least we have an idea that's not going to be. I know but... where his life goes, and it's actually not bad. Like, in real life or in the series? Yes. Oh. Why not both? Which I do... Love Afro Samurai. No, you mentioned that. Was one of the I was wondering if you were going to be bringing that up. I mean, I probably wasn't going to talk about it in like the the lists of like I guess best revenge stories. I don't know, because um, it was driving him, but it's not like he really uh, talks about it very much. He's more of just like a wandering swordsman on his path. I guess that's fair. Right, like, pretty much every of the other uh, people that we've talked about with their revenge plots at least verbalize their emotions as their journey is going. Yeah. I mean... I mean, Lelouch is very vocal about wanting to kill Britannia. Oh my gosh. I love Chipotle. Going back to fucking Dragon Ball Z, or not, it's more so Dragon Ball Super, with fucking Goku learning that 
in a different universe. Oh, oh, what he fucked up Goku Black. And yeah, when Goku oh, Black, God. he found out, killed his fucking wife and kid. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> Even Gohan, too, in Dragon Ball Z, going to fight uh, Boo after um, Piccolo and Gotenks getting absorbed. Mm-hmm. He was ready to fucking wreck him. And that's a side of Gohan we've never really seen outside of the Cell Saga. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Like, he was fucking, uh, quote-unquote, avenging his friends for their death. Too bad he sucks at being mad, but... Yeah, literally... <laughs> Well, he is bad. It's badass when he is, but especially in the new Dragon Ball Super, uh, Dragon Ball movie. Oh, so good. He wants to beat the shit out of people. I still haven't seen that newest Dragon Ball movie. You need to. It's out on. Um, it's I saw it at Walmart today. Actually, oh. or yesterday. I highly recommend it, especially if you want to see some cool ass shit. The movie itself, not great, but the peak moments are some of the best peak moments in all of Dragon Ball. Facts. In the post credit scene? Holy Fucking shit. Fucking one of my... Also, another... That post credit scene is one of my favorite moments in anime, also. How does uh, how does it stack up to the new Broly movie? I like it more. Because that new Broly movie gets me hard every time I watch it. I like it more just because of what you get to see with Piccolo and Gohan, specifically. I like the Broly movie because we get to see Broly come back, too. But also, the one funny moment when they just leave Frieza fighting. <laughs> but those moments don't... That's their revenge. And fucking yeah. Gogeta. That was fucking cool. Mm-hmm. But I also really liked seeing the... I think that Broly's a better movie and I think I overall enjoyed that one more. Most because I really fucking hate the animation in superheroes. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. Because it's got like that 3D. Yeah. yeah it's, it, looked like, it looked like you were playing Xenoverse. Yeah. It was bad 3D. But the animation during the fights, holy shit, I came so many times. <laughs> I'm so glad we saw that movie. So good. It was so fucking good, Keith. Nice. Uh, I just want to spoil it for you so I can just talk to you about it, but I don't. Mainly the ending. Post-credit scene. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if I spoil it for you, it's just I'm just ruining a moment for, in Dragon Ball. But I don't know whenever you're going to watch it. Guess we'll just have to wait till then. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! I'm trying to think of more like revenge. There's a uh, fucking uh, Ichigo's uh, revenge against the Fullbringers for fucking up his life. <laughs> I just read that part. Oh my god, that last fight is so good. Oh man, the the like hate I have. For the, the bookmark dude, I can't remember any other names, but the one that could insert himself into people's memories, that whole little plot, subplot, oh, <laughs> so fucked up. While we're talking it, about it, go ahead, sorry. Uh, yeah, just each, everybody around Ichigo being like, no, he helped us beat Aizen, he helped us save Rukia. It. It's like, it's a great plot point, but I fucking hated it. Yeah. Just because of it affecting um, Orihime and Chad. Mm-hmm. And just seeing, like, just Ichigo go crazy because he's being fucking gaslit. I, I'm in the part where he's fighting the Quincy's right now. Okay, well, that, that's going to last a while. The uh, Thousand Year Blood War arc, I think, is the longest arc. Yeah. Which, once you get past where the, the anime left off, 
really passed me because I never read the manga. Where did the anime leave off? Did uh, a certain person get cut in half? Uh, um, some stuff happened with Kenpachi. Did they show his Bankai? No. Fuck! Um, at the point I'm at, Ichigo's at the Royal Palace. Did that happen? Yeah. Okay, so then, yeah, the certain person that got cut in half when the Soul Society was attacked. Oh, uh, yeah. Just yeah. tell me. Yamamoto. That fight, though. Oh, my God. His ability to raise the dead. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the fact that he has four fucking Bankai. <laughs> so gross. But, yeah. Really What's your guys' favorite Bankai in Bleach? Oh, man. Oh, There's so f- many good ones to pick from. But Yamamoto really raised the bar. With, with I, I really like Byakuya's. Byakuya's is sweet. Um... I I love the uh, the fox guys. Bankai is really sick. The one that makes the giant mm-hmm. samurai his stand basically. Mm-hmm. Soy fons is good too. Or you know, like the missile essentially. I really like Kenpachi's Rocky's Bankai. Well, we're not there yet. And I also like uh, he's one of he's one of the what are they called uh, the people from the Soul Society that were captains and uh, vice captains that. Became hollows. Oh, the Visards. The Visards, their leader, the blonde guy, mm-hmm. his Bankai. I like his popular a lot. Isn't that the, the one that ended up going back and becoming a captain again? Mm hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty I think sure. All of the Visards go back to the Soul Society. Yeah, but he think. becomes one of the 13 captains. I'm pretty yeah, sure I his Bankai is banned to be used around his allies. Their hollow forms are all banned too. But I guess that kind of makes sense. Um,. But the dude with the star afro, and then the one that, the long blonde hair one with like the, you know, poof, uh, both of them got their captain roles back. And honestly, that the one with the short white hair might have too, because all four of them were captains. And the dude that had the dual blades that has the, the play, there's Bond kind. Oh, yes. I like his fucking shit a lot. The one with the hat? Yeah, Yeah. the hat. The the one that replaces Yamamoto. Mm -hmm. I love his character so much. Yeah, he's great. The dad. The daddy, basically. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Definitely. For sure. Definitely has that energy. Definitely has that fucking energy. There's so many. Which is so awesome. I don't know enough about Berserk, but I know that it is another iconic one with Guts trying to get back at Griffith. I've only read three of the fucking 41 goddamn volumes, so I got a long way to go, and it's not even done. I don't think it'll ever be finished. We haven't talked about one of the best revenge stories in anime. Banania. No, are you guys serious? What revenge story happened in Banania? He closed the uh, blinds on that one cat. Do you not even know what I'm talking about? It wasn't on your list? What was number one on your list? You were looking at No, but he was looking at a list. Oh, that one was the Roy Mustang one. Okay. We did talk about. D's nuts. Guys, we watched the show for an anime assignment. That narrows it down. We've only had. We do a feeler! That's not a great one. I thought you were going to say slime for a second. What's the revenge story in that? Okay, so... The guy that stabbed him? 
spoilers. So I'm never gonna watch more. In season two, I'll probably assign the second season. Please don't. Oh, please do, please do, for the love of God. We're talking about. Time to go reincarnate slime. Oh, it's good. <sighs> um, it's just a long show. So, but Julian fucking hates it. Rimuru is out of Tempest for a while. He's uh, helping teach some kids. To, you'll understand when you get to it if you haven't already. They do that at the end of season one. We know it. That's right. I can remember when that happened. It all started melding together for me. But while he was gone, like the humans yeah. and the uh, Holy Capital basically attacked his city and killed a shit ton of his people, including Shion. Mm -hmm. And he got, like, supremely pissed. Like, he put on, like, the magic-resisting mask, and he still out a bunch of energy and cracked the mask. So then he was like, okay, we're going to get back at these guys, but in order to do that, I need to become a demon lord. He goes to one of the camps, and I don't remember the specifics. In like, order to become a demon lord, you have to collect like 500,000 souls or some shit like that. 10,000 souls. 10,000 souls. And he had That's a rule where yeah. he was not going to kill any humans. Like, that was his rule, remember? Mm -hmm. Like, don't kill humans. But he realized that he kind of, he's like, fuck these bitches. He's like, yeah, I'm not in that world anymore. This is completely different. I made new friends that yeah. are better than these people that just did what they did. Yeah. And so he uses this spell that he has, or this ability he has, puts a bunch of these orbs all around these this camp, and just starts pinging off people one at a time, and just obliterating the entire camp. It's fucking and crazy. It, words can't describe, describe how fucking cool it is, but it's one of, if not my favorite scene in the entire show it's, so fucking it's cool. it's metal as fuck nice and the fucking and that one dude shows up that I, i'm super curious about so oh yeah i want to know more about him yeah i, I want to know more too which whenever they release season three god i love that show so much it's fucking good it, it's it was so fucking, it was metal as fuck i will I season will. two was incredible season one was a lot of setup season two was incredible and I'm going to be watching the movie he's very soon. He's a demon lord now. Yeah, he's a demon lord. But you a demon. <laughs> you a, you a demon. You a demon. And then and then he brought her back to life. Yeah. To complete his revenge. And not just her, but a bunch of people. Well, he had to become a demon lord to resurrect those people. Oh, by the way, the voice actor for Toriko is going to be at the Des Moines Con. Ooh, sweet. Mm -hmm. Dean Sinclair. Nice. He's also the voice of Space Dandy. Nice. I love that. I fuck with this so much. The greatest legacy I've ever seen. But For the greatest story ever told. I think one thing we've definitely noticed with all of these um, different revenge stories is just how deep the hurt is causing the revenge to happen. Because holy shit. Some of these revenge stories are some of the most iconic moments and incredible stories. Literally. In I could tell you to kill all the Japanese and then you'd have to do it. He's going to do it taking direction. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's going to be a quick Why play. did you have to say that? Because we're talking about the emotional hurt during revenge plot. I want to kill myself. If you were Japanese, Euphemia would do it for you. 
I still think that was the, one of the best jokes I made on this entire um, podcast when we did the Fuck, Mary Kill episode. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Femi. She's really good at taking direction. <laughs> oh, damn. Crimson hadn't even seen it at that point. He's a changed man. That is fucking ridiculous. Oh, fuck you! Yeah. I can look at this for ideas. You know what I'm saying? Um, Saitama tries every day to get revenge on his boredom. And that one fly. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even... I can't even see it. You can see what? I can't even see it. See what? It. Oh my god! It's it! What oh is it? Yes, what is it? What is it? What am I? An idiot sandwich. What is that? I'm fucking my hand. Denzel Washington! Yes! I can finally reference it with someone able to remember it. Denzel Washington! I showed that video to a bunch of people at work one day in recess. What am I? What am I doing? That video is like 15 years old. It's so fucking good. It's so stupid. Oh, God. Oh! Levi with the Beast Titan... And Levi with a female Titan after his team gets wiped out. True. Levi with all Titans. Levi. Aaron with the world. (laughs) Levi and Kenny. Just Levi. Yeah. What about Yugi? I don't think he ever really took revenge. Got revenge on Pegasus. He wasn't trying to get revenge. He He was just trying to save his grandpa. He also got revenge on... um, in the Seal of War account co-season, there's the dude that uh, that beats Yami in the duel that has the spirit monsters, and Yugi jumps in the way of the, the soul-stealing thing. Mm. So Yugi fucking dies. And, uh... Oh, Pharaoh and, fucks Taya. Yeah, and, and that was the, uh, the duel where Yami was the one who used the Seal of War account coast. So he was kind of going crazy. Yeah. Um, but I'll say, I don't think either of those are necessarily the revenge, because both times he's trying to save someone. He's not trying to, def- like, take his anger out on someone. Mm. I don't know about, about the first one. Yeah, he wasn't taking his anger out on people necessarily. But, uh, although he was, tr- quote unquote, saving people, uh, we do have to remember that their souls were ripped from their mortal bodies, and the existence of the Shadow Realm uh, is only in the four kids dub and in every other iteration. Those people, they're just dead. Straight in hell. Like, dude's soul is in a a piece of paper. (laughs) He was the paper. (laughs) Bro is dead. So. But he's not fueled by revenge. He's fueled trying to save the person most important to him. Same right. with Yami when he's trying to rescue Yuki. He's not trying to, like, kill darts or anything like that. He's literally just trying to rescue Yuki. I don't call right. that revenge. I call that literally just trying to save someone. Because there's so many but stories of saving... If that person is dead, then it becomes avenging them. So but avenging is not revenge. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? By that, by that same standard, though, then we have to take the Shikamaru thing off. No, because he's literally... He's not trying to avenge him. He's literally trying to kill Hidon. 
he is trying to get revenge. What's mm-hmm. the difference between revenge and not avenge? Um, I think the motivation, if you're trying to avenge someone, I think it's more of trying to do something that's noble. Revenge is more personal. And the stuff with Yami was trying to save someone. I don't call that revenge. He's not. I would say Shikamaru was avenging the death of yes of Asuma more than revenge. Than if we're going by that standards, because if we're doing comparing Shikamaru and Hidan compared to what uh, Gon did to Pitu, one is more so revenge than the other. If you're putting on, like, if one is revenge and one's avenging, avenging would definitely be Shikamaru, and revenge would definitely be gone. That's fair, but I will also say, I don't think as an avenger, you're going to say, he's not your god anymore, I am. That sounds more like a revenge plot to me. I could see a lot of the Avengers saying some shit like that, honestly. That's just Tony's Tony Stark. Yeah, Tony Stark would say Tony that. Stark, Hulk, Thor, Thor Jinx. Scarlet Widow. Uh, I'm sorry? I mean, fucking Black Widow. So, <laughs> I, I was thinking Scarlet Witch and Black Widow together. Um, or Scarlet Johansson. So I, I googled... That's probably what I was going to <laughs> I googled Avenge versus Revenge, and the first thing that pops up is... What's the difference? ...to punish a wrong with the idea of seeing justice done, and Revenge is less Star Wars. concerned with justice than with retaliating. Okay, then yeah, I would say that you could say Shikamaru is more of an avenging, but I would not call what Yami does or what Yugi does revenge. I suppose. Because they're also not fueled by any sort of anger. Yeah, he was pretty mad. You remember. His best friend died. I mean... Yeah, but then he he tries to then save the person that basically killed him. Because he tries to save whatever the fuck his name was. I can't remember. I can't remember his name either, but I'm bad. Good old what's-his-nuts. I love his deck. I fucking love these Guardian cards. Yeah. I have Guardian Yatos in my collection. But I like that we're able to kind of wrap up, though, on talking about Avenging versus Revenging. Because we've got the Revengers and Tokyo Avengers... Go in the comments let us know what your favorite revenge moment was in anime. That message us on Facebook, too. True. Message us on Twitter. We never post anything, but message us on Twitter. Sure. Or Instagram. Send, send us some spicy pics. I do, check the, I do check our Instagram every so often. Well, if you're checking it, why don't you post? What content do we have to post? I don't know. You can post selfies for all I give a fuck. He just posts a dick pic and it just takes up like 12 rows. You, yeah. you, you could do a series of I'm, I'm watching Naruto. This is what I'm at. I mean... Uh, I can post the different that. pictures I have of you when you found out different shit in anime. <coughs> God, what was the last... Oh, I got to be there when you read Bang. Yeah. I was also there. I still love the video of when um, Asuna jumps in front of the sword and him just going... <laughs> my mouth fucking dropping out of my existence. That was a good video to get. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> okay, so I have three different options for the anime assignment. Number two. Number two. Number two? I have no idea what it is, but number two. My- number no, no, pick number three, my lord. Number two, still. If I remember correctly, I want number you to do three. number two. How do you know it's the same order? 
I don't even remember what order I set. When you guys I think started... number two for you, I think number two was the Kuma 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 Bear. My lord. So the first one, real stupid and funny. Oh, I very raunchy, but very stupid and funny from what I've heard. The second one. I've heard it's a comedy, but I don't know much about it. And the third one is kind of an adventuring anime that's supposed to be funny. Number three. Number three? Mm-hmm. Number three, my lord. I'm going with the Shrek meme. Uh, number three. Okay. Don't go with the crown. <laughs> then Stick with the, your original one. Well, I said three first, and then you had the... But I know because of the meme. I didn't go because of what you said. I went uh-huh. because of Shrek. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the anime assignment is going to be Spice and Wolf. Damn it! <laughs> I thought I was going to be Kuma Kuma because I was like, that sounds what the other one? Uh Number one was Prison School. Yep. Oh, uh, I've heard of that one. I'm actually reading the manga. I checked out a big volume uh-huh. of it, and it's real stupid, but kind of funny. Yeah. I've heard it is hilarious. It's stupid in the funniest way possible. Yeah, but very raunchy. It's about five guys that go to a co-ed school, and they're the only five guys in a school of 1,200 kids. Did they start a burger restaurant? No. Damn. Missed opportunity. But they get caught... Uh... <laughs> that took a lot. I got it. <laughs> uh... <laughs> they got caught peeping. And I'm pretty sure end up becoming prisoners in the school, if I know how the plot goes. The second one was Kuma 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 Bear. Uh, I really want to watch that still. I might just go. I would say I might just go ahead and do that my assignment then. Good, because it sounds so stupid, and I'm all for it. Uh, Spice and Wolf. I came across on an old Facebook post that I had asking for anime recommendations, and it kind of stuck in my head when I read it. I'm like, that's what I don't know. And I've been wanting to watch something, like, fresh that I don't know anything about. Subway. Does it involve wolves? Oh, I, kind seen, of. I've seen this. It involves a wolf girl. Posing on like it. Yeah. It is on Hulu. And Crunchyroll. Hulu. Yeah. Just Just season one. There's multiple seasons? There's two seasons. No, it's a say that because one is English, one is Japanese. God damn it. Are you saying that in, in, like, in Crunchyroll or Hulu? Crunchyroll. Oh, cr- yeah, Crunchyroll is really is, bad about that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's 13 changed? episodes on Hulu and Crunchyroll. And that is our anime shit. assignment. I uh, want to thank everyone for tuning in. Remember, we have the support the creator button on Spotify. And uh, if you guys want to support us, we would love that. Otherwise, if you guys can give us five stars on Spotify, follow us on Facebook as well as Spotify, YouTube, eventually, maybe one day. Uh, but Instagram and Twitter, and uh, maybe one day we'll get our TikTok back up and running, but probably not. If I can remember what the fucking logins are, then I'll that, start posting I mean, again. Hard to do it before that, I guess. Usually, yeah. <laughs> um, Just a little bit. But that is um, our discussion on revenge. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.